authors disconcerted about footnotes as opposed to endnotes? Given the relevance of this topic, I have decided to contextualize an argument around Kerwin Wolf's assertion. Everyone from scholars to Supreme Court justices has debated footnotes versus endnotes, and online writing has incorporated hyperlinks as a hassle-free way of critiquing sources. Through my lens, especially when applying Jeanette A. Woodward's theory in critical thinking, observing, questioning, investigating, and analyzing, the aforesaid admission is one of the doctrine that activated my intellectual contours. Further, it should be noted that Kerwin will made the telling point that footnote would develop in an era of information scarcity. But we are now in an era of information profusion, which it's never been so necessary. However, as global citizens, we all ought to be acknowledging the sources on which our work relies and demanding it from others. Where footnoting isn't practical, there are other ways to accomplish citation. In fact, we need to know the foundation for claims. Accurate, full and contextualized information is the most important weapon wielded on behalf of accountable and transparent government. That is why despotic regimes want to control and restrict it. It is why we have the First Amendment, guaranteeing freedom of the press. It is the heart of the Freedom of Information Act. Information itself is democracy's shield and sword, and the footnote every American's birthright. Footnoting culture is a compendium and a facility that advertises the measuring and the differences within any cultural context and transcends all cultural spheres. Further, it should be noted that with practical applications, in everything the term culture has two meanings and can be construed as a double entendre, which functions as a phrase or a figure of speech, which has multiple senses, interpretations, different meanings, and is understood in different ways. For example, the evolved human capacity to classify and represent experiences with symbols and to act creatively, while the distinct ways that people occupy space in different parts of the world acted creatively and classified or represented their experiences. I have discovered that the difference between footnotes and endnotes is simply the placement with a document. Footnotes are found at the bottom of a page and endnotes are located at the end of a document or sometimes at the end of a chapter or section. 
The above explanation combined with my passion and a greater appreciation for education and research, coupled together with my professional acumen, creates the environment to navigate footnote and culture as a pretext to draw attention to footnotes. Footnote and culture is a theoretical construct which displays poetic license and analysis of data and construe how a double entendre influences the same. Footnote and culture monitors the social behavior of global citizens in the area of history, language, religion, cuisine, social habits, music, and arts. Footnote and culture underscores this way of life as a cultural story reflecting footnoting as a designated part of this text since it behaved like a recurring decimal. For example, footnoting culture and the construct of nauseam seemingly have a symbiotic relationship. Since footnoting culture is an anthology that comports itself somewhat like a paradox, even a double entendre, yet on every occasion, it is not antithesis to culture, but shouldn't be characterized as something global citizens are, but something global citizens execute, ad nauseum, which is verbalized in publication 124. Overall, contextualizing authors disconcerted about footnotes as opposed to endnotes, through my lens, footnoting culture is not something global citizens are, but a protocol global citizens practice.